Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some Sorry. of the best bit. you got a bit of wind. Oh, we'll do it again then. <laughs> Sorry. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. Uh, who had a little bit of trap win when we first tried that. It was like we had to wind him. I'll just put the whole thing in, don't worry about it. Like a baby. Um, anyway, this afternoon, <laughs> apart from chatting to Martin Kellner and having a bit of a chat ourselves, we also had a conversation with a man who thought he'd scored a goal, only it'd be thwarted by a golden retriever. He took it pretty well, didn't he? He did. It was incredible. Well, let's bring it all to you now. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Uh, good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, mm. watched a bit of uh, sport this week. I thought uh, Arsenal looked a lot better against West Brom than they did against us. Yeah. <laughs> West Brom's under 23. <laughs> it's funny now, the Carabao Cup. There's just no shocks at all. It's just mm. basically well, it's the battle I mean, of the B squads. And obviously, it's going to be no contest because Premier League B squads are better. Than I mean, the thing is, it's no shocks. Uh, and then you lose to City in the final. Oh yeah, Which well that's also no shocks. Yeah. The, does take the shine off the whole I thing, doesn't it? But look, it's great. You can go and have, you can have the draw. I mean, Man City B, they win it every year. I know that's true. that's very good. It was uh, very sad news about Ted Dexter, but it was a great life. And uh, yeah. but some was, of the stories emerging about oh, Ted Dexter yeah. are fantastic, aren't they? Brilliant. He was he was quite the character. He was, and uh, there was a moment though in the cricket last night. There was a sort of quite awkward reverse sweep for four, and Mark Butcher was saying, "Oh, Ted Dexter would have appreciated that one." Not really. I think he'd have preferred a lovely cover drive. I think it would be more up Ted's street. <laughs> but never mind. It was. There's been some good cricket this week as well, and. I was watching The Secret War of Biscuits. And who should Were pop you really? Up? I was. You've got a lot of time on your hands, well, haven't I have. you? Well, I have. You know I have. The secret, <laughs> you, called it, you said, called it The Secret War of Biscuits. Yes, that's you, what it is. Isn't it The Secret World of Biscuits? I thought it was The Secret War of Biscuits. Is, is there a biscuit war, war going on? There no was one's a war. There, war. there was a crisp war. There was a um, uh, chocolate yeah. war. Is it world? In the great war? litany of wars. I don't Look it up, John. I don't know if it's war or... The producer's looking at it. It doesn't matter if it was a war or a world, <laughs> The war of the worlds. Yeah. Anyway, secret war was, of the worlds of biscuits. It was biscuit-based, yeah, yeah. Biscuit-based yeah. war. Yeah. Or world. <laughs> yeah, okay. It put me out of my misery. Yeah. Anyway, I only mentioned it because Lord Bunbury was in it. In an old, There was suddenly an ad for an old McVitie's yeah. uh, from the 70s. Mm. And he was playing an airline pilot. He, it's amazing. He's so Lord Bunbury in it. Yeah, what about to... that? David English playing an airline pilot. Well, he was the... an actor, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't let him fly my plane. The um, <laughs> afternoon, Dave. Yeah. The uh, it's the it's the world. It's the world of. It's not the war. Of. Sorry, you've invented a war where there wasn't one. So uh... the thing anyway, about Ted Dexter is he lived in the south of France for twenty yeah. years. Yeah, and then he moved back to Wolverhampton. 
It's a bit of a culture shock, isn't it? Yeah. Really, for Ted there. I mean, talk. Charlie Baker, we were talking about him yesterday, off air, funny enough, and we mm. were talking about what an incredible life he'd led. Charlie sent me something a little bit earlier on. Uh, Ted Dexter said, I could play for any uh, county because I was born in Italy. Uh, and he yeah. was talking about where he lived in London, and uh, he would get the train down to Hove to play for Sussex. And uh, he had his uh, own little corner seat, uh, first class on the Brighton Bell. Mm. And he'd get on there and they'd say, Oh, Mr. Dexter, your newspaper's at your table, the guard would say. I presume you have your usual cooked breakfast. <laughs> of course. So old Ted would tuck into full English, do the crossword, get to Hove at 10 15. And uh, let his breakfast go down. Then an hour later, he'd be out there playing. And he'd go back to London in the evening. Oh, in Pimlico. Yeah. I, I was there in one of his greatest innings. I must have been about 12 or something oh. like that. Lords, a famous 70 against the West Indies. He didn't consider it one of his best innings, but I, uh, experts did. And he yeah. was, I remember it really well. A beautiful player. Now, uh, can also, I, yes. just finally, <clears throat> there was an ad. I tried to find this on YouTube. Yeah. Him and his wife did an ad for Noily Pra. Oh, okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> For this time of day, we we'll go <laughs> that's with that. what I'm calling yeah, it yeah. anyway. And uh, it was something it was when the Dexters go to the Hilton, it was a song. Yeah. What do they drink? Noily Pra. But it was, a, I couldn't find it. You'd think that would be on YouTube, wouldn't you? But it wasn't. There oh, you go. What a great shame. See if we can find it for you. Anyhow. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. um, uh, tomorrow. research there. Yeah, go on. Do listen to all the build up to game day on TalkSport oh, because um, Andy Jacobs will be acting in the company of Paul Whitehouse, who was with us in the studio yesterday. They've done a kind of ebony yeah. and ivory type cut together. Uh, the two men are acting side by side. Guess who's the better actor? And he's often said... <laughs> one of Britain's finest comedy actors versus, versus one of Britain's worst actors. Well, Andy, whenever Andy's asked, the guys in uh, the guys on game, they said, Andy, would you mind doing this little kind of skit thing? And Andy said, you do realise I'm Britain's worst actor, don't you? And, I, I, you know, I'd have to back him up on this. He is. He's quite... Wouldn't. He can't write... He can't write... <laughs> Lines for him, he's terrible. I know, but maybe you want to lay claim to that, or someone you know, or something you witnessed uh, can top Andy as Britain's worst actor. We'd like to know the context of it, uh, in what circumstances you or someone you saw in action, and uh, maybe it was a line they came out with, maybe it was uh, a production, I don't know. But uh, if you can lay claim to have witnessed Britain's uh, worst actor, then uh, feel free this afternoon, talksport.com. Text 8 to 89, tweet TSHNJ, TSH. I'm all right if I'm in character as Roy. Okay, worse. You can only do, you can do John Arla or Roy Hodgson. Am I in character, he says. There's not a lot of of work in acting work, unless you're in the Roy Hodgson story, which you possibly could be. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, normally a game between Vale of Levant and Fergusley Star AFC would not get a great deal of traction on social media. No. But uh, the recent fixture did. Uh, this is because uh, the, the balls played out to uh, the Fergus Lee uh, player uh, who's about to join us in a few moments, Ross Hamilton, and he was homing in on goal from the right channel. Mm. Everything was looking good. He was just about to slot it away when onto the pitch ran a golden retriever and yeah. blocked the ball, Tremendous. stopped it going in. Yeah, and it rebounded off him and it was followed him, but... The referee disallowed it. The goal was disallowed. So, That's right. It's a real you are the ref uh, moment from those old Paul Trevelyan cartoons. Uh, yeah, joining us now, the man in question, the man who was uh, thwarted by a golden retriever, Ross Hamilton. Good afternoon, Ross. Good afternoon, guys. How are you? I, 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 quite probably safely the, the weirdest thing that's happened to you on the football field, I would guess. Oh, easily, easily, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, all of my teammates were saying the same in the opposition. Never seen anything like it. 
it's I mean because you know it's there the goal's gaping isn't it you're just about to put it down to the the, the goalkeeper's uh, left he's just about you know he's going in and then the dog just yeah. runs on the pitch and it hits him and then one of your teammates follows in more or less on the line referee disallowed yeah. the goal as we said we stood this up Joe our resident referee here said yeah that's right the if ball... it had gone in off the dog yeah it would have been a goal. It yeah. would have been a goal, but uh, basically uh, because th- that was the problem. They had to be followed up. The ball was dead at that stage, you see. So that, that, much like the balloon uh, all those years ago, it would have counted. So did, did you think, when it was followed up, did you all think, oh, well, that's a goal? Well, that was the debate. Was it over the line or was it not? And you can see in the video, everyone just stands sort of bewildered because it's such a unique circumstance. Nobody knew what to do. Mm. So I, I, luckily I didn't run away celebrating or I would have looked like a right idiot. <laughs> um, we just sort of stood there, but no, it was uh, it, it was a tough one for the referee to to decide. The debate was if it was over the line, it would have counted, but if it wasn't, still had to say. And eventually, we just had to go on with the game. I mean, it had a material difference really on the score because is it right that that goal made made it three one to you in the match, and you ended up losing it three two? Is that right? Yeah, so we're two one up, and that would have that would have made it three one. So that was obviously a kick in the stomach straight away. And then to lose the game with 30 seconds to go, I think, uh, they scored to go uh, 3-2 up. So, yeah, that was an extra sucker punch for us. Yeah. Whose dog was it? I mean, <laughs> yeah. do you all know the dog and the people who owned it? Or? No, I don't even think the, the home team, uh, the Vela Leaving guys, I don't think they know whose dog it was either. It was just running around the side, uh, at the side of the, the park during the game. And I've seen it as I ran through and goal. Uh, my teammate, Bullet, he, he played the ball over the top. Um, and and I was running through and going. I could see it in the at the corner of the goal, but it wasn't inside the goal at that point. Set myself to shoot, and then as soon as I went to hit it, it just moved to inside of the post. And I thought it's too late now. Just go with it and hope it goes through its legs or something. But no, it would have been right great. Back end. Would have been great if it was a Vale leaving manager's dog, wouldn't it? <laughs> Would you just <laughs> just see him walking it after the game. Jose uh, Mourinho's well, probably seen that and thought, I'll take my dog to. He's going to start taking his dog to the matches. Yeah. <laughs> No, the funny thing is the Vela leaving team, they're actually looking for a goalkeeper. Um, <laughs> so they said that to us after the game, so that was quite yeah. funny. Sign him up. Uh, the, yeah. the replies have been brilliant, though. Obviously, from it, it's taken off on uh, Twitter and, and Instagram and things. It's been shared all over. Um, but some of the replies have been brilliant. People saying, stray given, TDR dog. <laughs> oh, yeah, very good. Phyllis Barkas, that was a good one. So there's been a few, a few pretty good responses from it. Um, who's your team? Who do you support, Ross? I'm a Liverpool supporter. Oh, okay. You don't so you don't follow yeah. a, a Scottish team. You just follow a, 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 an English nah, team. Yeah, not so. Yeah, yeah. I was down at Burnley last weekend, and I'm going down for Chelsea wow. um, tomorrow. Ooh, cool, proper fan. Big game. Well, so. Yeah, yeah. Four, I mean, four hours down and back. Yeah. Cool. Oh, Andy's uh, you're a bit, a bit of trepidation. You know, Liverpool. I thought I've been impressed with Liverpool this season. They look back to the form they were two years ago. And uh, yeah. it's going to be a tough game. A tough game for both teams, and you know, draw. I think neither would be that disappointed with a draw, but it's going to be close. Yeah, yeah. exciting. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to Van Dijk against Lukaku. Yeah, um, yeah. That'll be interesting to see. I think I think Van Dijk would like to come up against him maybe a little bit later in the season. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Because yeah, you know, yeah. it's early days for him, isn't it? Coming back. So uh... I know, I know. And what did you make of the Champions League draw then? Atletico again. I know, I know. Um, It could have been better, but I suppose it could have been worse as well. Um, Atletico obviously put us out the last time um, over the two legs, but 
you, you don't expect easy games in the Champions League, do you? You're, that's what yeah. you're there for, the big games and the, the big nights under the lights and whatever. So uh, hopefully we can get through this year. Well, look, well done. A little moment of stardom for you. And um, yeah, let's hope the dog doesn't start following around to other games. That would be going to start getting worried then. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks, guys. Cheers. Nice. All the best. Thanks a lot. That's Ross Hamilton there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. How are United fans feel about that? I mean, they'd rather he didn't go to City, and as we heard on on mm. Drive and, and Beyond yesterday, you know, they they don't want they they want he was their boy, and they don't want him sort of wearing a Man City shirt. But by the same token, is it necessarily what they need if they're going to spend that sort of money on wages uh, and a transfer yeah, fee? I, I can't see it myself, but we'll see. Uh, sad news though from the World Gravy Wrestling Championships. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's supposed to take place on Monday. It's off. off. It's off, and it's not a shortage of bisto. Oh, okay. I said bit near. I said bistro. Yeah. Bisto. Mm. <laughs> it's not because uh, it's health and safety, apparently. So well, I suppose you can't wrestle people at the moment, yes. can you? It's just quite in gravy or anything. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite difficult. <laughs> so that's a shame because it's it's an event we often uh, turn mm. to. Would you like a plaster cast of Pele's foot? Not a plaster cast, sorry, a gold plated cast of Pele's foot. Uh, yes, I know. Okay, well, I haven't yeah. bought you one. Don't get too okay. excited. But because it, it doesn't go on sale until September the 22nd at Julien's Auctions. Yeah, right, um, okay. It's raising money for uh, Brazil's COVID appeal, so it's going to a good cause. But I tried to look up uh, what size um, foot Pelé had, and there's a kind of consensus that some people are knocking back. eight? Well, seven and a half, some yeah, right, people were yeah. suggesting. Um, I mean, well, it wasn't going to be size twenty three like Shaquille O'Neal. No, I know, but I just, I was just thinking, he, he was quite. I just wondered, you know. Yeah. I think people generally have got bigger feet now. Even someone of his height as a professional footballer probably would have had bigger feet. He's now. old, isn't he? Well, I, yeah, I'm not saying his feet have necessarily shrunk that much. This is this is when he was in his pomp as a footballer. But uh, anyway, I'll see if I can pick it up for you, Andy. I'll see how much okay. it goes for. Uh, 
That's good. Uh, somebody wrote to the Daily Star oh, with did this they, one. Yeah. Why is the Paralympics on Channel 4 and the Olympics all over the BBC channels? As should the Paralympians, who are still brilliant, going for gold... And they are superstars? Question mark. Well, okay. What? What? I'm just fascinated by these people who sit there and write this stuff, and then people go, "Yeah, I know what that means. I'll, I'll put that in the paper." Yeah, any sense whatsoever. Yeah, they're not they're publishing here. your work anymore, are they, Andy? Well, no, they knew, they worked out who I was. Uh, Talking of writing, the the Athletic had a two thousand word article apparently uh, entitled "Why Arsenal Signed Aaron Ramsdale." I mean, how can you get two thousand words out of that? Yeah, they needed a keeper. Yeah. That's what I'd say. Okay, fair enough. You just you've got it down to four, have you, Andy? <laughs> That's it. Okay, good, good work. And uh, Norwich have made a move for Portuguese star William Carvalho. Doesn't somebody make a move for him every transfer window, and yet he's never come here? Never I don't goes. Know what it is. Anyway. Of, I think he's still one of football's great moustaches. I just, I'm, I'm always like the Carvalho moustache. It's, it's always a good look. But if I was think, Norwich, I wouldn't waste their money. Not necessarily, no disrespect to William, but I wouldn't waste their money on anybody because they're just going straight down again, aren't they? Where that happens. <laughs> they are. The first two games, you look at it and go, what? I, didn't I say that? And then, of course, they won on Tuesday. That's what I said to you. It was a perfect illustration. They're too good for the Championship, not good enough for the Premier League. And that's why they do right on oh, Tuesday night. That is, that you've written them off, Andy. Incredible. Well, I have. I might, be, might yeah. be wrong, but you know. no point buying anybody because they're going straight <laughs> well, back down are. again. Well, we'll see what happens. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time then to reflect on a week uh, of sport on TV and the company in the flesh with us in the studio. It is uh, Martin Kellner. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon to you, boys. Pleasure to be here. Yes. As always. Um, yes. Now um, you have watched a, a new thing that's dropped. I have. I have. Dropped. Uh, on, Netflix. on Netflix. It's called uh, The Divine Ponytail. Yeah. It's not about Andy Carroll. It's actually uh, about Roberto Baggio. Yes. And uh, I have to say, I didn't enjoy it very much. It's a docudrama, is it? Is it it's that... a drama. It's Well, it, they call it a docudrama, which is a way of saying it's based on real life. Yeah, but it's but all drama. It's not bits of talking heads. There's no heads. bits it's, of it's talking all heads. There's no football... It's. Um, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't oh. enjoy it at all. Okay. I thought, what's this rubbish that Paul Hawksmith told me to watch? Yeah, I said, I said I it thought, was there. Yes. I thought you might be interested. In well, it. I was interested. And I was yeah. expecting it's got Matthew Wright as uh, Roberto Baggio. Have you ever seen that little ponytail? Yes. Did you enjoy it? You watched it? I haven't seen it. Well, I haven't seen it. I mean, as you say, it's a drama, so it's not a documentary. There's very little in the way of football. The one football thing I did uh, enjoy is mm. when he went from uh, Vicenza. Uh, to Fiorentina I like and they put him he was about 17 years old and they put him on for the first time the coach uh, said to him um, make me smile that was his instructions. Was Make me smile. Is it Steve Harley? Yeah. It never even occurred to me at the time. But if, uh, the old obviously. coach of Fiorentina. Yeah. He yeah. said, go out there and make me smile. You couldn't imagine, you know, Big Sam uh, giving the final, those as the final instructions. Make, me, think smile. So. make yeah. me smile. Make me smile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he's, but it's basically about his relationship with his father. Um, who he's described, who was described in the uh, by one of the characters in the film as stubborn as an alpine mule. Oh, is it all in Italian? This yes, is it it's subtitled. All well, yeah. now that's interesting because I, I was watching it in Italian um, with the subtitles. All oh, right. And for about the first three or four minutes, I was quite enjoying it because I used to be a, a real film buff. You can see all the foreign movies, and mm. you know. 
this wasn't Lucino Visconti or Michelangelo Antonioni. It wasn't one of those guys. Right. It was a sort of cut price version of a you know <laughs> of a sixties Italian movie. Uh, but then I uh, switched on the uh, the dubbed version. So there is an English language version, mm. and the dubbing was uh, well. I thought it wasn't wasn't very good at all. It reminded me of those kung fu movies, you know, where they <laughs> really they kick someone in the head, and then you know five minutes later they'd say something about it. Yeah, it was. Uh, no, I didn't enjoy that at all, I have to say. Well, I'm sorry um, to have wasted an hour and a half of your you life. Did, well, it wasn't quite an hour and a half. I was... Uh, I uh, spooled you forward. spooled through I know, it. You I spooled through, through it. Through the Somebody thing. might like it, but when it was dubbed, it just seemed like the corniest... Ita- you know, you used to sometimes get an Italian film would get uh, a good reputation. Yeah. And then you'd go and see it and think, why Why is everybody saying this is good? Is it just because it's in Italian? Um, but it's basically him, him, uh, and his dad. Who his dad could have been a cyclist. You know, he was no. quite a. a top. You just buy a bike, don't you? Oh, you mean like prefer, like at the top level? He could have been. I mean, a top anybody level. can be a cyclist. He could have been an Eddie Merckx. Oh, okay. He could have been the Italian Eddie Merckx. Yeah. And of course, uh, he reckons he was thwarted by uh, the fact that he had a family, lots of kids, and all oh. that. And he's he's jealous of his son, if you like. So Roberto. Wow. So it's a sort of emotional type drama. So called Diana but, Ross in it. So, Diana Ross. Ross. Is she actually in the 94 World Cup? Yeah. Yeah, well, they both missed penalties. They both missed penalties, yeah. you're right. And they bonded over that. If there was more <laughs> about the 1994 World Cup and yeah. less about him and his dad... Was there a bit of Buddhism um, in there? Because he, There was, was a, a bit Buddhist, of Buddhism. There, yeah. Yes, there was quite a bit of that. Um, which is fine, and it's a, a, an interesting story, but not an interesting story played out, I don't think. I mean, we may get... There's a better Baggio film out there, you think? I think there must be. Yeah. I think there must be. <laughs> so you know. what else did we like or didn't like this week? Well, do you know what? Because you wasted so much of my time watching this <laughs> uh, uh, Divine Ponytail, yeah. um, I sort of turned to a couple of emails that I've got hmm. and uh, somebody sent me a, an item and want, wanted my opinion on it, so I thought, well, I might as well give it here. Um, some, somebody sent me an item that was in The Independent uh, about Match of the Day. Now, as long as I've been doing uh, this sort of stuff, there's been people saying, oh, Match of the Day is rubbish, the analysis is rubbish, etc., etc. People have always said that. This uh, chap says, um, the abs- it's, a, it's uniformly banal and humourless, while offering little or no specialist uh, an- analysis into the matches themselves. Which this I think is not true, though. No, well, precisely. I think it's uh, slightly unfair, and it's always interesting uh, on a Saturday night if you you know to catch up on what different managers are saying. You know, even if you're not bothered that much about what Danny Murphy or uh, maybe it's an age thing, you know, but I, I still think it's yeah. The I, best still, I still, I think I still very much yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's a useful bit of the furniture, to be honest. Uh, and they said a bizarre thing is yeah, there's no wit. We want humour in this. It said um, you can't tell me swapping Danny Murphy for Frank Skinner wouldn't. Have have viewers tuning in in droves. Well, if you get Frank Skinner on every week, yeah. but most comedians who talk about football, while, you know, entertaining and mildly diverting, and mm. some of them I know personally, um, you wouldn't say that's an appointment of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, no. You know, you've co-presented with some of these people. They're fine. Yes. But uh, I'd rather have Danny Murphy on much of the day, to be honest. Mm. But um, there you go. Anyway, so I just thought I'd say that that is just an article that's, I mean, it might be an age thing, as Andy says, but it's an article that I seem to have been reading every 
every six months for the last sort of 14 years. If yeah, you like. yeah, yeah. Well, look what happened um, when we lost Match of the Day and it went to ITV and the yeah, track. Yeah, and all that. It was a disaster, wasn't it? Yeah. You don't try and reinvent the wheel. I don't, you know, I think no, it's, it uh, is what I, it is. It's it is exactly highlights, what it is. People talking about the highlights, yeah. watching lots of goals. That's what it is. Somebody else said to me, um, sent me an email that said that Soccer Saturday mm. uh, has lost its mojo. Now, I've not watched Soccer Saturday for ages. Um, and you know, I tune in for odd little bits very occasionally, but these days, with I'm just wondering if there's if there's space for programs just keeping you updated on the scores, you know, because you've got now BT, BBC does it on the red button, and Sky does it, yeah. so they're all, and of course, you have Talk Sport has a fine service throughout the afternoon, I ought yeah. to say. Um, but for those that um, want to follow it on TV, mm. I mean, it, it's the it's, it's the, always been entertaining, I think yeah. that. that Criticism is probably is an age thing because they've changed the long yeah. of the presenters. And it's taken a while yeah. for, the, you know, when something's been the same for a long time and then you change it up, there's a lot of people resistant to that. still has the appetite yeah, for yeah, it. Jeff's, Jeff's Jeff's as good as yeah, ever. Jeff's still oh, brilliant yeah. at it, yeah. yeah. Very, very so, good. right, well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll reject that one. Okay. The other one, just based on my own observation, is football focus. Now, you know, I'm not going to talk about the presentation, but what, what it is, and I think this goes back to uh, Dan Walker's uh, era and also the whole BBC era, uh, the, the whole sort of BBC ethos if you like these mm. days to me it's turned into a programme that's very much like the one show or it's like BBC Breakfast and all those programmes that I absolutely don't like on the BBC Right. in that you go from feature to feature to feature and there's always obviously that sort of political correctness stuff about it mm. uh, and I was just watching it last week and I thought my god you know Saint and Greavesy uh, or even going back to BBC Football Focus with um, whoever did it at the time. Bob Wilson Bob Wilson, Bob Wilson, yeah, any of those things. That was, and I don't know whether it's just changing times, but to me, that was, if you were off to a, you're off to a match in the afternoon, right? So you're, you're in the pub or whatever and you catch football focus. It always seemed to me to be worth watching. And now it's, it's a wash with features. And whether they've put more features in to sort of break it up for, for Alex, who's new, you know, as a presenter there, mm. to make it slightly less challenging. You know, it's Charles Brandreth, isn't it? No, Charles Brandreth's not in it. Now, there you go, Charles Brandreth and Frank Skinner. That'd be interesting it, cast. Yes, yeah. It would. But, um, yeah, so I think that I think that is definitely... You can't... I can't think it, it offers the sort of whiff of football. If you like, Monday Night Football, as far as I'm concerned, if you are looking for a bit of a whiff of the dressing room, you know, the, yeah. there's a programme that smells like Sloan's liniment. Yes, sort of, horse uh, oil. Hasn't the 12.30 yes. Saturday kickoff kind of killed it as well? Yeah. That, that has definitely kicked it. I mean, if you're mm. Really, if you're really, really into football, you'll be watching the 12:30 match on Sky. Mm. If you're not that into football, I don't know why you'd be watching it. I can't see any reason for football focus, to be honest, these days. Now, I don't know what the audience figures are. They may be holding up reasonably well. I don't mm. know, but I can't find. And again, Andy, everything I say has the caveat that it might be an age thing. Yeah. But um, you know, if anybody who remembers Saturday lunchtime when you really did mm. want to get G'd yeah. up for the match. Um, I don't think football focus does it anymore. I think I you're really right. Don't. It's a, it's a much more, you know, everybody was watching games at three o'clock that afternoon. They were going to games, most of those yeah. games were at three o'clock. Yeah. So they left the house and it was a shared thing, but everything's so fragmented football-wise. And as yeah, you said, there's true. a live game on the other on channel, the other which, channel yeah. which has got to change the premise. And you have to kind of change with it. Yeah. You, you, because of that, you probably can't deliver that show anymore. Yes. So you do make it feature heavy and you make it a different show, I guess. Funny moment on the cricket this morning, I want mm -hmm. to say. Um, it was, uh, I mean, 
presumably they're told when they're going to when we're going to get the shot of the commentary box. Yeah. And it was Dinesh and uh, Bumble in yeah. the commentary box, and th- whether he didn't know, he didn't hear, he didn't have his headphones on. There was a classic scene of um, Bumble trying to disentangle his cable. Right. He's had his headphone cable, I think it was next to something, <laughs> and he's <laughs> just got, he was completely unaware the camera was on him, and he said, "Oh, I'm getting tangled up here." Yeah. Uh, and I thought, <laughs> "Good, it's not just me then." <laughs> so um, that was a funny moment. I like it when he speaks to the crowd. Yeah, that's always good when he has a chat. You are back overnight, Martin. Yes, I am back overnight, absolutely right. Between 1am and 6 Ridiculous time on the radio, I know, but yeah, between 1am and 6am. 1am and 6am, Martin Kelton overnight tonight and tomorrow. Two stations, yeah. Yeah, simultcasting. same money, two stations, same money. That's how they bill it. Two stations for the same money. And so we'll catch up with you next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Well, there we are. That was a afternoon show uh, we're not here on Monday are we Andy we return no. on Tuesday deadline day it's that's be right deadline day one, all the usual one. mayhem on deadline day and it could be a really busy one you sense don't you there's a lot of stuff being lined up that could go right to the wire so hope you can join us on Tuesday from one if not the podcast will be available at around 4.30 enjoy your bank holiday weekend you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.